are you from, Joseph? South Shields. Ethel. Well, there were three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded. But let me be clear. I enjoy cooking bacon and stop working with flour. This is Your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. welcome. Hi, babes. Hi. It's finally (laughs) happening. We put it out into the universe. We willed it to happen. And today, this episode is the Loose Woman special. Not only that, we have have one of the loosest ladies around. (laughs) You may have seen from the episode title, our guest on today's show is going to be Denise Welsh. <laughs> so, things I mean, have gone strange and wild and amazing. It we, has been crazy. We couldn't be happier. Yeah. <laughs> we are so, very excited. Very excited about Denise Welsh coming over to the You're Welcome America Studios, <laughs> aka my house. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll be sitting um, in my kitchen area. She'll get a good... She'll be able to see the bins. Yeah. <laughs> People don't know that we record right by your bins. Right they? by my bins. Um, translation, trash cans. Yes. Garbage. Um, garbage. So yeah, you've got that to look forward to. <laughs> this crazy um, ride that we are now fully on. In the meantime, what's been going on? Well, let me tell you something that has happened also in the meantime. You got married. I got married. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that little Saturday. I mean, Actually, should I tell you about my experience of you getting married? Yeah, please do. So we were due to come to your house for a little end of summer party, mm-hmm. as it was as it was dubbed. I was at the barbers getting my hair uh, my hair cut. I came out and I received some text messages saying Ben is married. Went on Instagram and saw that you secretly got married on the Friday, and the party on Saturday was going to be a kind of a fun wedding reception. Yeah, that's it. I, I mean, this. I mean, I'm a, I'm a we're producers. We've got to produce up life, you know? Yeah, true. That's so true. Give you, us some moments. You produced a real good moment there. It was It was actually, um, um, I don't want to shade any other weddings that I've been to. Uh-oh. But for Name me, them. Yeah. I Name mean, them. <laughs> all of them were, ne- were not as good as your wedding party because I did not have to wear a suit. You know, I bought a very expensive last minute candle as a gift, but you know, whatever. It's um, in it's it's <laughs> Malou. It's in Translation, ma- bathroom. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> yeah, and I loved it. You know, there was, well, there was a first dance. We all did the Macarena. We did do the Macarena. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really super fun and low key. And the day after my wedding, uh, my husband oh. went to Italy without me. <laughs> so a honeymoon for one. So... Yeah, I look forward to seeing my husband later <laughs> when he gets back. I think because we've got so much going on today, let's dive into feedback. Okay, so we have had a lot of feedback. There's yeah. been a lot going on. Um, okay, so uh, we had some feedback from Jen in London. Uh, I think it was when we mentioned Glastonbury on... Uh, the Drag Race special. Oh, yeah. She said, I would just like to say that I've compared vaginas at Glastonbury. <laughs> it was in the healing field. There's also a whole field of naked people and nobody puked in my vag watching the strokes. <laughs> thank so, you, Jen. So thank you for that. Um, and she also said one other thing. The fancy dress uniform days. My mum made me a mop cap out of an old hanky for our Victorian day. Instead of lessons, we had to polish brass. <laughs> Wow, what a lesson to learn, I eh? mean, I'll, I'll go. Um, um, I have yeah. overwhelming feedback. Ari, um, us not knowing what uh, kind of high street shop had the heart logo. Shout out to 
I think Jen, <laughs> shout out to Jen, Charlie, Nina, and Hannah, who messaged in droves saying that their shop is Morgan or Morgan de Toi. Ooh, full name. Ooh, lovely. Very Parisian. Um, I have also had like, there's been lots of stuff going on the You're Welcome America Instagram account. As always, do get in touch. You are welcome. America is the handle. Go there and just shout abuse like these people. Um, <laughs> so, uh, CLC, core listener Charlie, she said, I did a shoot with Carrie Katona and I have a great story for your Atomic Kitten episode. And she says, it involves farting. Well, so, I mean, I guess CLC is coming over soon, so maybe we're going to have to do an Atomic Kitten special and get her story. I'm I'm very excited about that. Uh, Someone called Gandhi the Great um, says, I miss Arcilla. Oh, yeah. And then said, wondering who the US equivalents of Deirdre... Deirdre? Deirdre? Deirdre. Deirdre from Corrie and the Kim Woodburn are. And then said, hashtag, don't you start with me, lovey. Well, they're they're both... Both of them are kind of no-nonsense older ladies who've lived... Brassy. Brassy ladies. <laughs> so we were thinking, is it like a mix of um, uh, Judge Judy? No nonsense. No nonsense. And Teresa Cabuto. <laughs> the Long Island medium. Yeah. So <laughs> She's we, kind of got the, the hair of, <laughs> of like Deirdre Barlow. Exactly. And the kind of like brassy attitude. She'll put you in her place with one of those nails. <laughs> so, so Judge Teresa Caputo. They're perfect. <laughs> I've got some feedback from Jamie in LA. He's actually from Bath. And when we were discussing the US equivalent of Bath, he has uh, given us an opinion and he says that Bath is Savannah, Georgia. Oh, okay. And listen, he's from Bath, so I think he has the definitive final word on you that. You can so have that we're one, changing Jamie. that one, Jamie. Fine. That's yours. You're welcome. Um, I've had a message from someone called Disco Drive Through on Instagram, oh. and they said, can't remember what episode you mentioned it, but the US version of Smash It's Paul Winner's Party has to be Teen Choice Awards. Fine. Oh, totally perfect. Fair enough. Thank you. Of um, then we've had someone called Return of the EMC. Vintage gossip about Stephanie McIntosh. Oh, this is, this is my friend, Elisa. Hi, Elisa. Elisa? Elisa. Elisa. So Stephanie McIntosh, we, we just mentioned <laughs> randomly in the Liverpool episode, I think. We somehow got onto her amazing single mistake. Okay, so um, Elisa has some vintage gossip about Stephanie McIntosh. She turned up at my friend's house party in Southampton back in 2007 <laughs> and proceeded to irritate the fuck out of everyone Ooh. by singing Disney songs at the top of her voice and then locking her in the bathroom oh i can't read that next bit um, <laughs> just um skip to the end. let's just say that when she finally emerged from the bathroom she had to go um she, she used to be my favorite neighbor but she really enraged me that night and i never watched the show again i really love that we're worrying about slandering the name of stephanie <laughs> mcintosh insert what you think into that part of the yeah, story not gonna not gonna add anything else to that <laughs> Um, um, Eric in New York also got in touch to say that he also was going to back up Michael. (sighs) He was going to back up Michael by saying that uh, Dallas, it really is the US equivalent of uh, Liverpool. Okay. (laughs) That was it. So today is our Loose Women special. Sure is. Now, before (laughs) Denise gets here. Oh, God. Uh, but we need to. We kind of need to just break down Loose Women just just a little bit, yes. So everyone knows what the hell we're going on about. So Loose Women is a TV show that started in 1999, originally uh, filmed in Norwich, <laughs> where I'm from. <laughs> just a little fact for you there. Um, and it is basically is the UK version of The View. Yeah. So it is four panelists, ladies, um, kind of discussing 
topics in the news, um, having celebrity guests on, and generally just having a real chin wag. Just a, a good old natter. natter. <laughs> Are you, you going to say natter? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's it's on uh, in the daytime. It's yes. live. Yes. Crucially, it 12, is 12.30 to 1.30. Oh, lunchtime. Lunchtime every day. Mm, lunchtime with the ladies. I think one thing worth mentioning about Loose Women is we said that it is the UK equivalent of The View. However... I will say that The View is a bit more political. The View is a bit more buttoned up. Yeah. Loose Women is quite literally looser. Yeah, it, completely. It's a lot more fun. It's more of a laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> laugh of the ladies. Yeah. It's very British. Yes, it couldn't be more British. The, the panellists themselves could not be more British. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously that's going to lead us into our guest today, <laughs> Denise Welsh. So I guess we should take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be interviewing Denise Welsh about Loose Women. In what my is, kitchen in Ben's near kitchen. the bins. So it's, it's the Welcome America studio. What has happened to our lives? Okay, see you in a bit. And we are back. So this is your Welcome America. We've been threatening it for a while. It's happening. It's the Loose Women special. <laughs> and we have our special guest, Denise Welsh. Um, Denise, what do you think of your Welcome America studio? Well, I'm actually really, I'm very, very impressed by it, to be honest. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was, it was very difficult to find. <laughs> yeah. And uh, had I not spotted Brenda, your woman in the yellow caravan yeah. over the road, I would have been quite stuck. Yeah. I actually thought it was my Winnebago when I came here. Well, you but, do request um, a Winnebago. I do request in my yeah. rider. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I was quite disappointed to know that that was Brenda's. But um, yeah. next time, you'll, you, next time you'll, you'll know. But next I'm, time. I'm thrilled to be here as the only special guest on your Loose Women special. Thank yes. you so much for being here. The only here. guest we need yeah. for the Loose Women special. Well, I mean, this is it. Um, <laughs> what are you doing in LA? What's going on? Well, to be honest, I've been coming to LA since, because um, I'm very old, since 1978. Okay. <laughs> That's the first time I came. And um, I uh, was at drama school. And my godfather mm-hmm. is the very famous uh, writer Ian Lafrenet of Clement and Lafrenet, Dick Clement and Ian Lafrenet, who wrote The Likely Lads, Porridge, Ovidus Aim Pet, oh, wow. and many, wow. many, many films. And he was my dad's best friend. He's my godfather. Even though, because I'm now 61, I've been usurped by Ian as his goddaughter because I'm too old. So now he introduces my rock star son, Matty, as his godson. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm just chopped liver in the corner because I'm too old. But uh, So he's got this fabulous house in Benedict Canyon in Beverly Hills. Oh, nice. So, I've, so that was how I first... Um, um, came here and um, uh, so yeah so I, I, I'd never flown before came here with my with a girlfriend of mine when we were 20 loved it and um, and I remember we went to see Greece so it's 1978 and Greece had just come out mm-hmm. we went to see it in West Hollywood and we actually sort of came out and felt like we were in Greece you know <laughs> and you actually later played Sandy in Greece didn't you I on did, stage oh I did actually play Some, Sandy ooh, in someone's Greece. done their homework over well here done. in the corner have, and indeed funnily enough I've come straight here to do this podcast from a very loud uh, drag lunch at Hamburger Mary's mm-hmm. on Santa Monica where one of the um, characters was singing um, a song from Greece Rizzo <laughs> there are worse things I could do oh, oh, we know which it. is because I wanted to be Rizzo well, and I got the, that's Sandy. That's the best song in Greece. Well, isn't it, it is, and in the in in the in the in the film, Sandy is a is a great role. In the stage show, it's a shit role because whereas um, at the end, Olivia Newton-John had five hours in makeup, you have half a page of dialogue. So I came on looking like Dolly Parton on acid when I had to go off and change from being that Sandy to rock to rock star rock star Sandy. I do you know what it is? I never had the ambition as a 
uh, as, as a younger actress to pack up my suitcase and come out and sit by a pool and get a job as a waiter. I was never that ambitious and my career sort of plodded along fairly merrily at home. Then I had my kids. Um, I would love to work in Los Angeles, but I'm, I don't come for that reason. Mm -hmm. I've got lots of friends here. So I literally, I get off the plane and I sort of resume my LA life <laughs> and I become a kind of a lady who lunches. Oh. And I've got all of me old loose women pals. We've got Billy helping here who was studio, my producer billy in the studio audience we've got billy in the studio audience here <laughs> and um so i've got lots of lots of my old um pals some american mates and i just i love it yeah i've got my papers if i do work here my younger my eldest son is a bit of a rocker well we know don't I we mean, know that <laughs> here's like here's the thing he's not just like bit of a rocker he is like an international rock star all the kids in my office who are like 21 are obsessed with the 1975 I know. we should say he's the lead singer of he is and the founder of it in my garage Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see, good things come from humble beginnings. Yeah. Absolutely. Much, much 1975 and this podcast. We've always and said they very podcast. similar. And my husband, who is now an international artist, started painting in my garage. Oh. So I do very good wow. garage. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in that garage yeah. right now? Well, I know I should do a little television series of things, <laughs> and then maybe it'll come here. A little, little, little um, YouTube series or something. But in there. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so it, that's just another reason Matty is here a lot. Right. So, and my youngest son, Louis, is, is an actor and he's only 18. He's kind of just, just started really. So I'm kind of doing Sing Out Louise so that all my children <laughs> come out and buy me a lovely rest home in Beverly Hills. Oh, that, yeah. is, that is the true A dream. lovely Shady Pines dream. rest home in Beverly Hills and I'll be happy. What Are there things, when you get to LA, are there things that you think, right, I have to do this. I have to go here. I have to go to this restaurant. Do you have your, like, your, your spots? I have my little spots and I think it's something to do with age as well is that I don't, I don't strive for newness anymore and mm -hmm. I don't strive for new friends and new places. So mm -hmm. I tend to go to the same little places. Well, thank you for I coming do... to the, the, the studio here. This, this is, is a, a wonderful, <laughs> this is a new place and I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Deep, deep East Los Angeles. I am a, um, I am a huge um, reality whore, American reality whore. Nice. And um, not, not British reality, but American reality. Yeah. And I'm kind of overhiding it because as an actress, you know, I'm supposed to hate reality television and it's taken all our jobs and that's true. But <laughs> I I have the Hey You app. So I get all the Bravo what? shows. In mm. fact, once... What is this app? I don't right, know Right, oh my God. You, yeah. Well, the Hey You app means that when I'm in the UK, I get all your Bravo shows, yep. Below Deck, Real Housewives, yep. um, Kardashians, Married to Medicine, Real House, Married to Medicine yep. Atlanta, Married to Medicine, Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Fantastic. Um, I, I get all, all of them, plus some real life crime, which I'm an yes. aficionado of as well. <laughs> and Com in committing or watching? Just oh no. Both? Well... I would know how to commit because I've watched Great. so many Datelines. Good to know. And um, if, if anything goes missing in the studio, but we'll be I'm, I'm obsessed with Bravo. And there was once that my dear husband had booked for us to stay in the Mondrian. Had to move out the next day. No Bravo. Oh, yeah, no. No, I, I was out. Oh. I don't care about your sky yeah. bar. I don't care about your celebrities <laughs> and your beautiful stuff going on around the pool. You have got no married to medicine. Yeah. Um, yeah TLC, yeah. 90 Day Fiance, yeah. which, I, which I, we do have at home that comes the next day. Um, I'm, I'm actually quite obsessed with, 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 with it all. So that was saying to me that when I did, in answer to your question, there was a time when I was coming here mm -hmm. that I had to go to all of Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants. Oh, I mean, I feel like... I've, yeah, I've done that. I've done that. Have you been to TomTom Tom since you've been here? Well, not only did I go to TomTom, Tom, <laughs> I went with my two friends from Vanderpump Rules. <gasps> Excuse me. Uh, yes. I would love their names, please. Sheena and James Kennedy. 
Oh my God. And this is because a few years ago, <laughs> I was at the Greek about four years ago watching mm. my son, international yep. rock star Matilio, came out of my fufu. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and he, we were at the Greek watching him. And afterwards, um, Matt always goes, oh God, mom, it's like, you know, here she, my mom goes being the mayor of Los Angeles and she brings like 30,000 people that I've got to go and say hello to all these people that I don't even know. And I said, just pop in for five minutes at the after bit. So we go. And I was actually surprised that there was quite a few really famous actors there that yeah. I recognized. But in the far distance, I see Sheena from Vanderpump Sheena Rules. Shea. Sheena Shea. As she was. <laughs> yes, no longer. And I was <laughs> over like you wouldn't believe. And it was when she was with that Rob. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Rob, 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 Rob. Rob can hang a... Rob can hang, hang a television in seven seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yes. and I went over and made her my friend because obviously she's a fan of the 1975. Oh, you were like, well, let me tell you. Well, let me tell you. So we became like sort of... Twitter buddies. Yep. I then got her into another gig l later on and then got friends with her mum who's obsessed with them, Erica, oh. Erica Van Olf, and she's my best friend. And then through Sheena, I said, could you get me a table for my friends at TomTom? Tom? This is really to make my English friends jealous who watch these shows. Uh, yes, and, of course. Um, and uh, James Kennedy came. Oh, I love James and Kennedy. now I'm struggling to fit James Zane for lunch this week <laughs> with, my, with my packed schedule. Well, but this uh, is it. So, so I... I love being, um, my, my, my sons think it's a bit cringe that I'm so impressed that I'm friends with these re reality people, no, but... You've, you, you picked two of the people I'm the most impressed with you saying. Well, there you go. You could have said like Robert De Niro and I've been like, yeah, sure, no. who cares? But... In, who cares? Oh, but Sheena, she, so good. absolutely. Well, you can come out with me next time, Fraser. <sighs> done and done. Well, yeah. I mean, if you keep that in the edited podcast, it's like a deal. <laughs> That's like, you know, a, a signed paper. Um, do you, I don't just, do you get, rec how often do you get recognized out here? Not... Not a lot, really. Um, okay. Just just places where there might be, you know, ex expats. Yeah. I have been recognised by a by a well, I say a few, maybe five over the time I've been coming here. Who somebody ran up to me on um, Hollywood Boulevard by is that Hollywood Boulevard by the Chinese Theatre? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it sure is. And she went. <laughs> oh. um, she went. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You're Denise. And I went, Oh, I am indeed. Yeah. <laughs> and she went, Just let me get my daughter. Hang on. Louise, Louise, look who it is. Maddie's mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maddie's mom. <sighs> so, people, when I've been to Matt's concerts, have recognized me because they are obsessive 1975 <laughs> yeah, right. fans. So, they will recognize me. But, um, but you're like, probably I went, like, I'll take I it. I don't really, I don't really get recognized here. But, but that's kind of. It's nice sometimes. It's it's that thing about being well known is that you want to have an on-off switch with mm -hmm. it, which is quite selfish, yeah. really. So here, it's perf it's perfect. But like when I went to the red carpet the other night with Lincoln for the um, my husband is the for the fifth year has been the LA artist uh, BAFTA artist in residence for the Britannia Awards. Oh, okay. So he creates the portraits for the honorees Ooh. this year. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Jane Fonda. Um, Jackie Chan, Steve Coogan, I saw you Jordan had a picture Peele. of Jackie Chan, didn't you? I did have a picture yeah. of Jackie Chan. That impressed Matthew as well because he's doing karate. I very rarely impress him, but he went, Jackie Chan! <laughs> and, um, okay, so we're obviously here for the Loose Women special. Uh, one thing I want to ask, actually, when you tell people in America that you're on a show called Loose Women, 
How do they react? Because I tell you what, any American I've told it blows their minds <laughs> yeah. that there's a daytime show. That there is a daytime loose show called women. Loose Women. <laughs> yeah. They well, I mean exactly that. It just blows their mind. They can't believe it. They don't know what it's about. I mean, obviously, I quickly back it up with it's like the the sister show. Or what does Dolly Parton call it? She calls it the um. She she says um the view is like loose women with bigger hair. <laughs> <laughs> fair, totally fair. That's amazing. But yeah, because we've already said the U.S. equivalent of yeah. well, it loose is, women is the it, view. It is except I. I would say for those people who don't know it is probably more of a sister show to the talk because mm-hmm, the right. view is more political yep. and obviously we've we've done our brexit bits and we have you know if something is really current mm. we talk about it but we're not really a political show yeah. whereas the view is quite heavily biased towards that side yeah. so i would kind of say the talk I think the talk have uh, like 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 a, a set reset. We, we've got we've got about 12, 13 of us, and we all sort of mix and match yeah. on a different rotating days. Panel. A rotating panel. Yeah. I yeah. think they've got more of a kind of a set a, a set panel. Yeah, but, well, I think um, that's why Loose Women's more of a success because it's like you get different different people. You don't know who you're going to get that week, and I think and it's people just, have their favorites. People yeah. have their favorite li- lineups and things. You mm-hmm. know. Well, you've obviously been in the show, what, since on and off since 2001. I believe so. It's like, I don't remember how I started in it. I just like woke <laughs> up and I was in Lucy. Really? I genuinely have got no idea how I ever did it. I think I did it as a guest when it was at Manchester. Right. And then it sort of, you know, organically went, went from that. And of course, at the time I started doing it, Loose Women was kind of like... Um, an also ran program. So it was like, well, I mean, it would be like, it didn't have its own place in the main schedule like it does now. Now it's a mainstay of the main ITV daytime schedule. It never was. So it would be like on for three months. But then um, Claire Sweeney or or Peter Andre doing... um, what, what do you call that? Sixty-minute 60 minute makeover. makeover. <laughs> that would that would come out. Although, so, although so, I do I do love. Uh, I don't know if it's still on, but I loved sixty. Well, absolutely, it's great. Oh. And so that would come on, and we would get bumped off. Well, yeah, it definitely feels like you know at the beginning maybe it started as a, a show. We'll see what happens, but now it's you know it's res- res- respected. It's uh, it's very respected and. In fact, there's been some really. We we just celebrated our twentieth year anniversary because oh I had God. like an earlier six year gap when Carol and I left for mm-hmm. ver- for various reasons, which we may or not or may or may not go into. For our own personal reasons, felt that our time was done like six years ago, yeah. and um, I didn't see eye to eye with the current head of daytime, which I'd made no bones about, yeah. and um, and and also I felt that I was my life was changing and I had met Lincoln. I had given up alcohol. There was a lot going on in my personal life. Lincoln and I got a very bad press when we got together. And I just felt, you know, I'm done with, I'm done with sharing right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And I'm done with who I was. And, and, and it was, it was, a, it was a, a, a very big changing time yeah. for me. And I felt it was the time to go. And it was a great decision for me to go. And it's been a wonderful thing to be asked to go back. Yeah. Um, and now there's more girls, so I'm not doing it as regularly yeah. as I did. So maybe for a month, which is perfect. Nice. So I can do my other things, yeah. whether it be work or I've realized now at my age, I love working, but I love not working. Yeah. You I know, mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 34 and I love working, but I also love not working. I love well. not working. Denise, and I hear you on that it's one. nice to be able to do that. And yeah. that may not last forever at all. You know, so that's a huge part about loose women in the UK is that everyone shares things about their own personal lives. that's on the panel. And I think over the years, you know, there's kind of people get headlines for sharing kind of different things. Is there anything, are there things that you've shared on there that you 
wish you could take back. Oh my God, Fraser, there is, <laughs> there is 20 years of my life I wish I could take back. <laughs> I mean, seriously, um, I was, uh, I am quite an open person right. and I am quite an oversharer. But what sobriety has done has taught me to self-edit a little bit more. <laughs> right, a right. combination of sobriety and being with Lincoln. And, and because when I was married to Tim Healy, mm-hmm. my, who's, you know, well-known yeah. British actor and my kid's father, who I'm very, very friendly with, Tim... Because people knew Tim from the many series he'd done, he became like a sort of an unseen, well, he was seen some of the time, but every time I talked about Tim and took the mickey out of Tim, he became like a character that people wanted Mm -hmm. to hear and see about. And sometimes he would go absolutely mad. Do you know what I mean? People don't like necessarily for people to say that you you tried to stop your husband doing a dump in the downstairs toilet when there are three other toilets upstairs. Um, We want that. (laughs) And uh, so when I'm now now with Lincoln, and the other thing is, talking about the sharing, when we all started this show, we were either with different partners or our kids were were small, so our kids didn't know what we were talking about. They showed no interest. Now... Not just famous kid like I've got. <laughs> All our kids have grown up. So like Kay Adams says, that we'll, we'll be having the meeting before where we decide kind of loosely what we're going to discuss. You know, like I'm sure you guys do before this. Mm-hmm. And uh, although clearly not. But, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> but, uh, but where we'll be talking about it and Kay will say... I desperately want to tell that story about about Bonnie or about Chuck, but I can't. She yeah. won't allow me to say it. So we've got to now protect our kids' embarrassment who are mortified. Because like you said, Fraser, yeah. everything we do, you come off, you, you Google your name, not from an arrogance, yeah. just because you'd rather see what the press are saying. Yeah. And um, there is always something that we say that immediately hits yeah. the online, the <laughs> online papers. I think what happened with me as well, in the time, the press have always given me a bit of a rough ride, yeah. the tabloid press. I was also hacked from 2001 to 2007. Wait, oh. phone hacked? Phone hacked. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the Mirror Group. Oh, so not under, the current, not under the current regime, and I've been open about that. And we should say, just to any American listeners out there, just give, give UK phone hacking a Google, because yeah. it is a whole celebrity tabloid world of hell yeah, yeah. That, 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 and that i mean that's just little old me but you know mm. we and the reason that i can be open and honest about this without there being any kind of speculation or or, or, or legal stuff is the guy that hacked me um had a nervous breakdown and not i don't think because of that but he did he was yeah. he, he was an he was a novelist and he and he worked for the mirror at this time and he he subsequently had a nervous breakdown and he decided through his therapist that he needed to come clean oh, about wow. everything that he had done so he actually went to a lawyer and said you to he went to the police who were doing this it was operation wheating and operation golding yeah. and he said you need to contact denise welsh and tell her that we that she has a case oh so God. i didn't have to scurry around i mean we did as well but yeah. but the evidence was wow. there and he he also um told my lawyer, mm. this was a long process, I, I, let me tell you, but that, that they had, he had been told to put bugs in my hotel room on two occasions. What? And did he? And did yes, he, he did. Oh yes. wait, so, wait, so how did you react to all this? Like, and what, this, what this you... is just little old me. Yeah. So you can imagine what they were doing to major, major stars and royalty and all of that sort mm-hmm. of thing. And it, do you know what was horrible, Ben, is the fact that I I was a bit anybody that knows anything about me knows that I was a bit out there. I was I was had a problem with alcohol. I was self-medicating a terrible 
clinical depression, mm-hmm. which I still have, which is not an excuse. There are reasons for behavior. I'm not excusing any of mm-hmm. my behavior, but there are reasons why yeah. I got myself into a bit of a in, into a bit of a pickle. So I was obviously putting myself in situations where the press were going to be, you know, put it, putting stuff about me, yeah. but not. But I always wondered how they knew so much about where I was, who I was with, yeah. what I was doing. And of course, if a story comes out about something that happened within a hotel room, yeah. you can only blame the people that were with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a friend who was a features writer, not, not, a, not, not a gossip writer, a yeah. features writer, but he was a big gossip in real life. I loved him dearly, <laughs> but we had, we had our moments. Mm-hmm. But, but Lester, he died and he... When he, he, he died and we had never really made our peace, mm. you know, because I had, he had sworn to me that he had never done anything, but there was always a part of me that didn't quite believe him again yeah, and course. didn't quite trust him again. So that kind of all feeds into the time that I was doing Loose Women. And because I knew that so much would be in the press, I kind of used to play the game of drunk spice a bit. Right. So it would be like... Well, you're all going to find out. I didn't get into five o'clock this morning, and da ba da ba da ba da ba da. And what's wrong with being out there? And da 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 da. Like a defense mechanism. It was like a defense yeah. mechanism. Yeah. And when I look back at the person that I was, I kind of feel sorry for that person. Really, yeah. I really do. Um, and it was, it was, you know, and there were, and there were lots of enablers at the time. People mm. want you to be this party animal. And well, that I mean, I can imagine, like on the show, that's, I mean, that's great for ratings, isn't it? Right. I, we're speaking as producers here. Yeah. That's super fun if you've got one on the panel who you know is a bit of a loose I cannon and is going to say everything that and, was that, you know. that that was it and it's a different show nowadays and they have much more of a you know much more of a duty of care and stuff yeah. but it was um I'm not saying that all you know that all all my times were bad times I had some great times but it, I I I much prefer my life now. Yeah. <laughs> you, me- you mentioned uh, some famous names there. I mean, obviously in Loose Women, you get big stars on that show. Yeah. And what I quite often love is that sometimes you get a very big American celebrity and it's a live show and suddenly they're there in the panel and they're like, wait a minute, what is what is going on? <laughs> yeah, they have no idea. It's wonderful. Um, we actually watched, it wasn't a Loose Women, but we watched an interview you did with Britney Spears. <laughs> oh. How? <laughs> Billy. Billy did that. Oh, did you? Did yeah. you prep that, Billy? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, Brittany's a very important gal for yes. us. But, you know, how was that interview, Denise? And, and <laughs> Billy, if you've got any extra comments to throw yeah. in from the audience. Well, it was interesting. Billy and I did two together. One was Britney Spears and one was Julia Roberts. Oh, wow. And, um, and it was the first time... It was the first time that Loose Women, they haven't really done any for a while, started to do junkets yeah. for people who couldn't come to the show yeah. and we could do the others. And I was really, you know, excited about, about Britney. But obviously it comes with, you can't ask her about this, about this, yeah, about yeah. this, about this, about the other, this. And um, it was interesting because we talk about the... Uh, some Americans n- not having our sense of irony, and yet all my favorite American shows, all, like Friends, they all have the the best yeah. sense of humor and the best comedy. In in my opinion, I just yeah. sort of love it. So I tend not to agree with that on a general basis. But Britney didn't kind of get me, yeah. you know, because I started saying, obviously, we have a lot in common. We're both global superstars. I remember saying that, <laughs> and she just kind of looked at me with this vacuous look, 
which went on. And then I was about to do a play called Steel Magnolias. Yes. And my character was from Louisiana. So if you remember, I asked her to read yeah. some Louisiana. I then read it in an American accent, which was quite poor. But she obviously thought it was quite good because she looked astonished that any this mad British woman could possibly do an American accent. And then asked her to say, stick a rubber hose up your nose in Geordie. <laughs> Um, and um, How was Julia Roberts in comparison? Julia Roberts, again, we had all of the restrictions. Billy was great because we'd get the, sort of their people saying, mm. you can't ask her this, 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 this. Don't ask about the kids. Don't ask about her husband. To the point that you're really thinking, please get me out of here because there's nothing to ask her. Yeah. Billy was always a little bit in my ear going, oh, just ask her what you like. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> and um, I... As she walked in, bearing in mind, these people are probably doing 30 of these a day. Yeah. And it's the last thing that they want to do yeah. in, in most cases. Yeah. So she walked in and she looked amazing. And I, and I am a huge, I was completely starstruck by her. But I kind of just said to her, hi, Julia, I'm so thrilled to meet you. I said, listen, can I just say, I, I'm, an, I'm an actress, not a journalist. So please be gentle. Please be gentle <laughs> oh, with me. Smart. Good one. And, very um, smart. and we sat down. And we got on like a house on fire. We, we had a, a, a laugh. I mean, she may have been putting it on, but we had a great laugh, a great rapport. I remember Mike's husband was playing a transvestite in Benidorm. Oh, yeah. I got that photo out for some <laughs> random reason to show her, which she pretended to find was hilariously funny. We talked about snogging Brad Pitt. <laughs> And um, and it was and, and and all the time the people are doing that thing with their yeah. finger when they're telling you to sh shut down. But she was keeping it going as much as I yeah. as I was. Yeah. You know, I was kind of trying to wrap it up. But and anyway, what was so wonderful was the next day, either via Billy or via somebody else, we had a note to say that Julia Roberts said, "Tell Denise that that was the best interview that wow. I that I'd oh. had." Well, when I say the best, the most fun. She yeah, didn't yeah. mean the most the, the best because I didn't really ask her anything. You know, but didn't that happen, Billy? Yeah, she probably was excited not to meet some kind of clone that was going to. But ask you know, it just it, the thing is about a lot of these people as well is you. The, sometimes they can be complete and utter pains in the ass, yeah. as we know, genuinely pains yeah. in the ass. But a lot of the time, it's their PR people who get totally, them. Yeah. And on Loose Women, we have known that sometimes yeah. that these people come on, and by the time they come on, we can hate them yeah and then you're on there and, and and afterwards you'll say you know oh they told us this and they go i never said that yeah, yeah. not at all did i say no. that i also always used to find on uk talk shows the bigger the star i mean maybe britney aside but the bigger the star actually the better guests they were because you know I remember the we, people that are a pain are the ones who've just slept with someone on yeah, a reality totally, show yeah. and they come with a massive entourage but i remember years ago when the x factor was at its height right and shane ward has had just won yeah oh and, <laughs> and uh, goal, you know and, and have you seen what he's done to his figure he's coming to my ball on the 16th Ooh. of november have a google him okay he's lost he's ripped because wow. he used to be ripped then what then did he, he then he got unripped and now is he back he and now he's yeah, and now he's, yeah, he got unripped he got unripped Ripped, That's and the now medical term. And now he's ripped again and Ooh. he looks absolutely, absolutely amazing. But he had he had just won. And X Factor, as I say, was was monumental at yeah. the time. And we were having him on, and we used to do three live and two pre-record. Mm -hmm. So um so it was the pre-record, and we were sat there and we would all, all done this, and all we were waiting for Shane Ward to come. And we kept getting 
he's, he's, he's late, he's, he's not late, he was in the building, he's not ready, he's not ready, he's not ready. And bearing in mind, we're all moms, we have to get home, we've already <laughs> yeah. done the live show and we're doing the pre-record and Shane Ward, who a week ago worked in a, worked in a shoe shop, <laughs> you know, has, and, and, you, and so I took it on myself. Yeah to go upstairs to the dressing room level. Love and, it. And, I, and I tell you, there must have been nine people yeah. in the corridors with walkie-talkie mics, right? And Shane Ward's in his dressing room. And I just said, hi, guys, I'm Denise. I said, we're just running over quite a lot and it's already been 40 minutes. Can you just let me know um, how long he's going to be? Right. And they were all talking to each other in their mics trying to sort of keep their jobs and stuff, you know. And they said, Shane's um, having a, a problem with his hair. Shane's bald. <laughs> well, yeah, he had a shaved head. He, he had a shaved head. Looking at you, Fraser, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he had your hair. Anyway, he eventually came on. Shane Ward, of course, was the gorgeous yeah, down to earth yeah. lad why would he not be it was just a week ago he was in the shoe shop absolutely gorgeous and afterwards we were walking out and I said I said oh I came up and nudged you you know and I and, and, and he said I said that they told me that you were doing your hair he went are you bloody kidding me he said they told me to stay in my room for 40 minutes because that's what stars do <gasps> oh my Whoa. god and also at that you have stage, to play the game stay in the room 40 minutes keep them waiting and, and, and at I that thought, point he would be like a kid he wouldn't know any better he was yeah. doing exactly what he was told yeah, you know wow. it, it, absolutely that's and, and you know and, and that's just kind of on that level but no the big stars you know we've had Whoopi on um, you know a oh, few yeah. times Whoopi's, and, I, Whoopi's great doesn't do a pre-interview that's her thing. I right, always remember okay. Whoopi. But right. was, was she good when she, she came She was fabulous. Yeah. I mean, she's been on about three times. I've yeah. only been with been with her once. Um, I mean, you know, sometimes it's like when the Jacksons have been on and when the Osmonds have been on. And for me at my age, I was just like sat there thinking, oh my God, I'm sat next to the Osmonds. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just so, so bizarre for me. For me, it's more when I get people like that that I've loved over the years. When Liza Minnelli was on. And, oh, and, God. and I mean, that was how, was... how was that? I mean, it was tricky yeah. because Liza mm-hmm. was struggling a bit at this time yeah. and, and also you can't you can't blame her like she's had a, a but it crazy life but it didn't matter yeah you know the fact that she was singing not as well as she used to mm. it was Liza Minnelli and we were just so grateful that she was that she was on there and um Michael Bublé who is really oh. dirty we love Michael Bublé yes. oh he's filth <laughs> he, also, love him. he really is he he's really someone is. who gets it yeah. like he just he, understands how it works he's a charmer he gets it he had googled the show he decided who was his favourites were <laughs> he, he knew everything about it he knew who the ones who would yeah. like a dirty joke yeah. he told us that he uh, you know he'd watched porn all the way over on the aeroplane and <laughs> you know he was um, he just completely and utterly got it and my favourite of course of, the year, of all of the years that I had the best relationship with my my ex-fiance Enrique Iglesias. Oh, <laughs> he was my um, he was my favorite. He totally got it. We used to flirt like mad. <laughs> Billy organized for us to go to um, when Enrique came on. I mean, it was just I mean, and I kind of privately thought that he really did fancy me, which is very sad. <laughs> but we went to his concert, and he sort of gave me a snog backstage, and Billy videoed it. And actually, have you still got that footage, Billy? Oh. <laughs> we would like that yeah, for the Your Welcome would like America that. Uh, Instagram. Yes. It's funny you say that. When I used to work on Paul O'Grady, Enrique and Michael Bublé were two of the best guests that we used to have as well. They were just two people that from another country, but they would come over and would just understand. Totally get it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I always used to say to him, "Are you still going out with that blonde girl who bats the ball about?" (laughs) (laughs) Has there been anyone on that you were maybe disappointed in, or it didn't go to plan? Um, 
Yeah, somebody that I was disappointed in um, was uh, Robin Gibb from the Bee Gees. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Big, massive, <laughs> massive, massive Bee Gees fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, it was a pre-record and I wish to this day it had been live. I mean, <laughs> oh my God, I wish it had been live. Because Robin Gibb was coming on the show and all of us were Bee Gees fan. I was an obsessive Bee Gees mm. fan. And Saturday Night Fever, I saw 18 times and, and this, that and the other. So... Backstage, there wasn't a monitor. In fact, I don't think there's a monitor now, the bit where you're actually waiting yeah. before mm-hmm. you actually come on. So what happened was Robin Gibb had been brought round to be coming on. We'd done this big build-up, trailing him all the way through the show that Robin Gibb was coming on. And then just prior to, I can't remember who was anchoring, um, just prior to him um, coming on, we showed to the audience and the audience at home a montage of Bee Gees uh, classics. Yeah. And I'm sat there doing like I'm doing now to you, <laughs> doing sitting versions of Saturday Night Fever. Yep. So the audience, studio audience, started laughing hysterically at me doing right. my rubbish dancing in my seat. Robin Gibb thought that they were laughing oh. at him and just shouted very loudly, you can all off, oh. and stormed out of the building. <laughs> and you could have heard a pin drop. And I just remember in my ear going, oh my God, you've caused Robin Gibb to walk off the set. (laughs) But even though the devil in me was thinking, why wasn't this live? Oh my God. So did you get him back? Well, we did get him back, but they had to literally run out to his car. He'd he'd gone right the way through the building with his people, got out to his car, was getting in his car and he was, and he was off. So he was, you know, so by that time it's like, oh, I'm over you, Robin. Yeah. You know, I'm over you. You don't have a sense of humor. I'm over you. That's by my stomach drop just thinking about working on the show. All the producers in the room were like, (laughs) we know that feeling. I mean, you mentioned that, you know, most of the time the show is live. Um, It is always live now. It's It's always always live now, yeah. Okay. Have there been any sort of like major gaffes live that you you really remember? The the major gaffes so usually with people who know it's live but forget it's live and and swear right yeah um including myself <laughs> um who thought that by when I was anchoring one day thought that by putting my hands on either side of my face so that the audience couldn't see forgetting <laughs> that I actually said the c word down the bottle um because I was telling a story that resulted in that's not a word I use a lot right. but it was a punchline to a gag I love I love how you now, I love Denise you said it's not a word you use a lot now no. before we went on air today <laughs> that word may have come out of your mouth within the first two minutes yes. of meeting you Denise oh my god no, I that, did it was to no. do with yeah, no, we, can't, was, we can't, we can't, oh, no, no. No, can't no. we can't. No, I'm gonna bleep. I'm gonna bleep, gonna bleep that. that out. <laughs> it's to do with. <laughs> yeah, that makes it yeah. better, more it intriguing. Was, the c word was to do with the c word. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, okay, we're okay. We're just okay. gonna throw it to the audience. We've got Billy. Billy, any any gaffes, any live gaffes that you can remember? If you shout them out, like shout the people out. Oh, like Joan Rivers. Yeah, I, that was a big one. I remember yeah, that. I happening. remember Joan Rivers being removed. And that she was... was furious about it afterwards, wasn't she? Because she, I can imagine she probably felt very safe in that environment she did you know um everyone talking about anything and then that happens i think it is that as well you know you do people do people get very nervous guys always come on and sit with their hands over their willies you know <laughs> ridiculously but um but people do because it is like it is very easy to forget that you are on television yeah. and particularly that you're that that you're live um and you mentioned Mir- miriam Mar- margulies miriam well? margulies what happened with her? well just she was so sweet because she'd she'd um she, she was she was horrified that she'd 
forgotten that it was live and that she'd worn her trainers. I don't know what Maria Margulies was going to wear, but U- she was US horrified. Tra- US translation, sneakers. Sneakers, sneakers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd forgotten her sneakers. No, she hadn't. She'd worn her sneakers to come on and forgotten. And and so she she sort of shouted quite loudly, I didn't realise it was live and I'm wearing my bleeping sneakers. Like um, yeah, I wasn't ex- wouldn't expect her yeah. to be coming out in a heel. And there's also some, there's also some people that you that you kind of have been agog to meet. Yeah. And um, especially Hollywood royalty people. Yeah. And they come on and like we say, it's just like that they are on the planet Zog and they haven't got a clue what's going on. <laughs> One of those people was Mia Farrow. Oh yeah. It was like mm. she just didn't know what was going on with the show. <laughs> right. Yeah. At all. Um, I still was absolutely fainting oh, yeah. in her presence, of, oh, of course. course. But, um, and also, I, I kind of blame her people for that as well, because they, you know, should probably sit down, prep her, all that kind of thing. Well, they but, probably tried. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> very good. I imagine maybe. They, maybe. they may well have tried. Maybe. Um, uh, Billy, studio audience member Billy and unofficial You're Welcome America celeb booker. Um, <laughs> do you have any uh, fave memories of working there with Denise? Any moments or anything? Oh. Denzi does Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. Well, actually, you just yeah. mentioned Denzi. I, I, do you have any nicknames? Is Denzi one of them? Denzi's one of them. And, and that comes from um, when I was a, a little tiny girl. My great-grandmother lived for, I don't know, the first five years of my life. And she couldn't say Denise. So she used to call me Denzi. And I also, Aww. from then on, used to always say, you know, I want crunchy eggs. I want crunchy eggs because she was blind. So she couldn't, she used to just leave all the shell in. And I just used to love me crunchy eggs and was gutted that I didn't get them after little grandma died. I, I and I told them one day about this story. And then after that, Denzi would come up on the auto queue. And, and there, there, there it was. It was, it was there. Because I also noticed Andrea McLean referred to you as Dens. On Instagram as oh, well. Oh, did she? <laughs> she did. did she like, put Dens? She, you, you had a photo of you in Malibu, and she was something like looking hot, Dens. Oh, Dens. That's like, then, that's because she's a, she's a proper friend. And then earlier, I'm you know I don't even know you, but earlier when I was texting Billy, I was like looking forward to seeing you in the Denster. The could, Denster. <laughs> so wait, so wait, Billy. What was what was Dusseldorf? What was that? That was we did our first and only ever live link from. <gasps> uh, it was from Eurovision. I mean, that <gasps> sounds like a wonderful mess. I had said. Oh. I had said that um, I had at this time this Turkish uh, gay friend who was then bisexual. He hadn't he hadn't made his mind up at the time, but he's now completely and utterly gay. But um, my Turkish bisexual friend that we used to call him, well, he used to call himself that. He used to go, hello, it's your Turkish bisexual friend, Makayu. And he was Turkish, and Turkey are obsessed with Eurovision. Yeah. Yeah. So he was telling me about, I was saying how it kind of, you know, I, I, I'll dip in and out of it, but it's not a major thing to me. And he was saying he was obsessed in his one ambition in life was to go to Eurovision. Yeah. I mentioned this to my producers, Steve, um, Steve Martin and, um, and Anthony um, Chuck. Chuck. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and so they went, oh my God, oh my God, Den, say you're obsessed with Eurovision because we're obsessed with Eurovision. Please, 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 <laughs> let's all go to Eurovision. We promise we'll take your Turkish bisexual friend if we go. <laughs> so we and Billy, we, we pitched it, not thinking they would go for it. Right. And they went... And it was in Dusseldorf. Love it. And we called it Denzi Does Dusseldorf. And Steve Martin, to this day, because in his phone, he had given me the, the number he was on in Europe. And I'd put in my phone Steve Euro. And to this day, he's called Steve Euro. Nobody oh. ever calls him Steve Martin. And he's got his Steve Euro coming. Love it. And we went there. And we had the worst hotel that anyone had ever been given in life. And Billy's, Billy's got a photograph of me lying by the pool, which is empty and filled with rocks. <laughs> 
that, that ITV budget there, the ITV oh, daytime budget. Absolutely. I love it. You know, the glamour. Yeah. <laughs> While we have you here, it's obviously the Lewis Women special, but when we were looking through your Wikipedia and just your bio in general, I mean, Queen of Soaps. There's there's everything going on there. Yeah. Uh, Fraser, any you want to list out? Any you want to mention? We've got Corey, obviously. Yeah. Waterloo Road. Waterloo Road. Well, let's see. Waterloo Road's a drama series, you see. Well, not really a is soap. It, is it? A soap is, is a soap. A soap yes. is one that goes on for ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Yes, and ever, that's, and ever, that's and ever. That's okay, true. that's true. So Corey was the Corey was the soap. Yeah. And okay. one episode of EastEnders. Yep. And no, quite recently as well. Not that, like, oh, last no, it was year? A, no, 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 no. It was about three years ago. My friend Darren Little, yeah. who mm-hmm. lives here, um, but he had written an episode and he wanted me to play this part. So that's why I went in for this part. And afterwards, people were going, oh my God, Denise Welsh is Alison Slater. I had no idea I was Alison Slater, part of the Slater family. No idea, because I'd never watched EastEnders. Because I'd watched the Northern ones and been yeah, in a Northern one, yeah. And my young son is in Emmerdale at the moment as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, really? Louis. Yeah. We, we also saw um, the thing that I got most excited about. I think there were seven episodes, now correct me if I'm wrong, Denise, seven episodes of Biker Grove. Oh. No, I did more than seven, actually. Oh. I think I did about 17. <gasps> and in fact, I, I tweeted as a throwback Thursday, only last week or the week before, this iconic photograph of all of us, me about sort of 24 years old with little Anton Deck at the back and little <laughs> Jill, Jill Halfpenny and all of us on this, uh, on this, on this picture. Yeah, I was filming um, simultaneously, um, hardly done any television in my life. And then, as usual, like buses, I was filming Spender with Jimmy Nail and Biker Grove at the, at the wow. same time. I was in oh. Biker Grove, I was Polly Tart with a Heart. <laughs> that's that... what I've continued to play ever since. I also, that, oh, trying Grove. to describe Biker Grove to an American is near impossible. Oh, yeah. oh my God. We were talking about it earlier. It's like, you know, um, it's at a youth club <laughs> in Newcastle, yeah, which but, is a whole oh. other story. There's a man called Jeff <laughs> with a mustache and Anton Deck, well, one of them Jimmy gets blinded. Thing. One of them gets blinded when with a the paintball. When they were PJ I mean, and Duncan. When they were PJ yeah, and Duncan. That's a whole I mean, other yeah. mess. I mean, the, the American audience at the moment must be like, I don't know what PJ is going on. PJ and Duncan, on. and they, they then released a song called Let's Get Ready to Rumble, oh, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, they as did. PJ and Duncan. Actually, actually, and then became Anton Deck. There should be a whole topic one day, yes, I think. That's PJ and Duncan, note. Anton Deck, separate. Note. For sure. Remember that. For sure. We, just, we just do admin on air. Biker, 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 gruel. What a dream that People still remember it, though. But we just want to throw back to Billy as well. Billy, you sent us while you were, you know, sorting out getting Denise here and, and being our unofficial celebrity booker. Well, we have to ask who, who you're going to get us next, which I'm excited about. <laughs> but you sent us a picture of you and Jennifer Ellison. Yes, on, on, our, stage. on our Liverpool episode. Because we mentioned last week, we were talking about Liverpool and we mentioned Jennifer Ellison. And then you sent us a picture of yourself on stage as a backup at singer at GAY for Jennifer Ellison. And I also like your description. At what, Billy? That was her backing and for a joke yeah. <laughs> and, and also when, when he attached the picture he wrote in brackets he was like see past her bum in the attached pic because just like past her bum in the background you can see him singing his heart out can when did you do this when I did work on Hell's Kitchen and she was one of the what she was on she, she won Hell's Kitchen and we did a, uh, a follow up show of her so we, and she was singing and we got to G.A.Y. her one of our backing singers fella uh, didn't do want to do it and I was drunk and I was like oh my god it. that's hilarious do you remember when Carol McGiffin and I went to Hell's Kitchen as we were like they were yeah. having celebrity guests and McGiff was so drunk she fell in her soup like literally like in a sitcom <laughs> like in a sitcom as the camera panned round McGiff was in her soup face down 
<laughs> yeah. I was just like some things have never McGiff. changed. McGiff, McGiff, McGiff. yeah. McGiff says Denise. Uh, I love McGiff's quote. She says Denise Welch doesn't drink anymore, and I don't drink any less. <laughs> That's what she says. The ideal duo to take in a night out. It used to be back in the day, but I mean. Um, well, I think that's pretty much it for our Liz Women special, Fraser, unless you've got anything else you um, want to throw in there. No. Oh, actually, there's one quick thing we didn't talk about, okay. which was uh, Coachella, the Coachella Music Festival. Yes. So not many people, well, people who maybe follow you on social media have seen that you have attended the trendy hellscape that is Coachella Music yes. Festival. I have also attended it and had a fun and terrible time. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to get your kind of opinions on Coachella because De- it's so Well, insane. it's interesting. Dense take on Coachella. Yeah, dense take yeah. on Coachella, yeah. And um, well, I went, I think it was 2000 and... Four, four, four years... Three years ago? Right. Anyway, whatever. I think it was Matthew's first time that he played Coachella. Right. I'm not a festival bunny. I'm mm-hmm. not a festival person. I kind of wish I'd done festivals when I used to drink yes. rather than sober. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because going for wheeze and stuff would have been much better with a complete skinful than Absolutely. sort of going now. Yeah. So I tend to go to see my son when he's indoors. <laughs> but Coachella was slightly different. Yeah. It's a big deal. So it was a big deal. And we went to Coachella and he was on this stage and I have to, and we were with the, we were with the artists. Mind, people always think that I can get them in anywhere and, and it makes no difference being Matthew's mom. I'm going to people, you know, but I'm the lead singer's mom. He's going, you don't have your green band, ma'am. You can't come. <laughs> Like, I'm going, Matt, Matt, get me in. Anyway, it was that, that was amazing. And then we were stood in sort of like the artist's enclosure. And we've got like, you know, the Beckhams, Brooklyn Beckhams over here and this person there. And that's when I spotted Jared Leto. Oh. And I saw Jared Leto and I remembered something about Matthew saying that Jared Leto was a fan. So I kind of was going like this to Lincoln. Come here, come here, come here, come here, like this. And anyway, I... I, because people ask me for photos in England, you just tend not to do it very much. But I went up and I said, Jared, hi, mum, mum of the mum of Matty Healy. <laughs> I said, would you just mind having a quick photo? And he turned around and we had a picture of Matthew in the background and he put his arm around me and did like a V sign like we were buddies. And I posted it. It went viral. <laughs> people in the UK, it was on every television programme. Keith Lemon was talking about it on this and that. Then eventually I thought, hang on a minute, I'm an actress and he's an actor. It's not so ridiculous <laughs> yeah. that I would be in a picture with Jared. Letter. <laughs> so I never managed to top that one. But I've not been back since. Louis came over mm. this year to stay with his brother and he went to Coachella and he goes to quite a lot of his brother's festivals mm-hmm. and they headlined Leeds and Reading this year. And, you know, it's been Leeds quite and a, Reading a momentous. Oh. Well, they headlined Leeds and Reading. They won two Brits this year, two Ivan Avellos, <sighs> the Cure. I mean, it's really quite something all from my, you know, for, for JJ. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and Louis and Louis... Um, Louis basically said, he said, Mom, Coachella's not really a concert. He said, it's more like a sort of an Instagrammer's paradise. Yes. You know, because they would fly over all these Love Island people and all these various shows and they're just there for kind of so. It's still an amazing experience, though. I still loved the experience of it. And I thought it was an incredibly well organized. Did you think that? That wasn't my exact Oh, my God. Everyone I know that loves festivals like dirty, horrible festivals in the UK said that they didn't like it because it was so sanitised. Oh I no, was, I loved the sanitisedness of it. Me too, it. it was like, sit in the shade, have a drink, then it was like, get on this bus, get in this line, you're, you're leaving. Absolutely. Oh, it was, yeah, oh no, and I, I do remember, that. 
Going back to an earlier question, when I went to get an ice cream at Coachella, the American ice cream seller recognized me. Thank you. <gasps> yes, 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 she did. Yes. And there was a queue of American people and I was kind of like, and she said, she said, you're Denise Welsh on your Matt Healy's mom. And I went, yeah. And they were all going, ah, like this. So there was a little bit of a frisk on. All for my son, of course, but I'll oh, well. take it. I mean, I would be very happy to be recognized by an ice cream seller. Did, Absolutely, did, I, at Coachella. I, I assume you got it free, the you know, ice cream you got it oh, free. Oh, of course I got it yeah. free. Yes. Yeah, with sprinkles. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, Denise, this has been an absolute delight having really? you on. I've loved it. I just, we just want to, you know, pass on a, a message to the other ladies. We yeah. have an open door policy <laughs> for any loose woman who come um, over. Yeah. Um, so this has been our loose woman special. Thank you so much, Denise Welsh. Woo! Thank you. <laughs> uh. and, and we're, we're back. We're back. Oh my I god. Mean, oh, <laughs> what a joy. Queen Denise has left was. the building. I mean, she she really was wonderful. Um, yeah, that was the best thing ever. She taught us a trick. Oh, a great photographic trick. Yeah, so if you're all standing in a photo, um, and you can check out our Instagram, you are welcome, America, to see the photos of us and Denise. Um, if you're doing a photo, Denise taught us, you count one, two, three, hysterical laughter. Was uh, that it? Hilarious joke. Hilarious joke. So you go, one, two, three, hilarious joke. <laughs> Oh, really works. It really did work. Uh, so just before we go, there is something I forgot um, at the top of the show to mention. Um, last week, we asked uh, listener Ollie to let us know about Lynx Africa. <laughs> yeah, how did he get on in that investigative work? So I'm just, just going to bring up this text from Ollie. He sent me just a photo. It's a thumbs up. And then on a wooden table is a, um, a sure roll-on deodorant, a Lynx Africa spray, and some Davidoff cool water. And, oh. he t- and he told me, every year I receive a shower gel and deodorant gift pack for Christmas. Of Lynx Africa. Of Lynx Africa and Davidoff cool water. There you go. There's the evidence oh, for you. Oh, it still exists. I mean, they have they have updated the logo. It still is. I'm going to use the term very loosely. African themed. Yeah, it's still offensive. It's still offensive, basically. <laughs> thanks, Ollie. Uh, thanks, Ollie, for that. Um, so yeah, that is it for you are welcome, America. This episode. Do follow us at you are welcome, America. You can also catch up Denise on Instagram. It's Denise underscore Welsh. Uh, W-E-L-C-H that is and she's obviously on Loose Woman regularly so do catch that on ITV1 daytimes what time's it on? 12.30 12.30 <laughs> um, I mean oh, I don't know what else to say I don't I don't I, I, next week's how are we going to do another I, episode? I don't know it's yeah. going to be shit yeah <laughs> uh, well in the words of Anne Robinson oh god at the end bye. of the weakest link <laughs> goodbye you're so far up your ass I think you just know you're on shit where are you from, Joseph? South Shields. Ethel. Well, there were three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded. But let me be clear. I enjoy cooking bacon and stuff, working with flour.